Welcome to another edition of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel, who is now an expert at social distancing by broadcasting from home. We thank you for being here today. This is special coverage of COVID-19 and how the coronavirus has affected the lives of those who live in Mansfield. Coming up on this episode, news and local weather for the upcoming week. And as always, we will conclude this episode with the trivia question of the week for a $25 gift card to El Primo's Mexican Cantina and Grill. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. Blue Angels and Thunderbirds set for a Metroplex flyover. Mansfield Parks and Rec offers a unique Mother's Day gift. Mansfield ISD Superintendent is named to a nationwide coronavirus task force. Mansfield ISD sets high school graduation schedule. Eight MISD students nominated for Betty Buckley Theater Awards. It's Teacher Appreciation Week here in Mansfield. Have you had your dream vacation dashed by the coronavirus? Today, we start a new segment titled Broken Vacations. Alexa is here with the weather, and we have an in-studio interview with school board candidate Courtney Lackey-Wilson. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hi, this is John with Pool Aid, your local pool care specialist. With the exceptional amount of rain that we've experienced so far this year, spring is a vital time to clean pool filters, skim leaves and debris, and keep skimmers clean to ensure proper circulation as well as keep your pool sweep in good working condition. If you have any questions or concerns or need a certified professional to help keep your pool safe and clean, visit us on the internet at poolaid.net. That's poolaid.net. We're here for you. In 1999, Mansfield Cares was founded to be the safety net for those in need in our great city. Mansfield Cares built the first free medical dental eye clinic and the warehouse that is home to the only food bank in Mansfield. Our city's seven food pantries, Feed the Kids program, Back to School Bash, and college scholarships have all benefited from Mansfield Cares. Become a part of Mansfield's safety net. Donate today at mansfieldcares.org. That's mansfieldcares.org. Welcome back to About Mansfield. The Navy Blue Angels and Air Force Thunderbirds have teamed up to present joint flyovers as part of Operation America Strong, an effort by the military to salute healthcare and essential workers across the country. The high-flying co-op has announced a flyover in the Metroplex set for Wednesday, May 6th, starting in McKinney at 11 a.m. and ending in Fort Worth at around 11.35. Mansfield residents should be able to see portions of the flyover around 11.15 a.m. The two demonstration teams first presented a very rare joint flyover of New York City and Philadelphia last week, as well as over Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and Atlanta on Sunday. This Sunday is Mother's Day, and here's your chance for you to give mom a special keepsake that doubles as a fun activity that you and the family can do at home. The Mansfield Parks and Rec Department is offering a Mother's Day craft kit for a nominal fee, which includes the supplies and instructions for making a unique gift featuring a tree ring taken from one of Mansfield's own parks. Parks and Rec assures you that no trees were harmed in the assembly of these party packs. All trees used were already fallen or removed for essential use. Each kit includes one tree ring cookie, if you will, in a variety of thicknesses, as well as paint, paint brushes, and instructions for a variety of personalization options, including handprints, photos, and more. The finished tree cookie can be used in a garden 
as a doorstop, a bookend, or just on display. For more information on this do-it-yourself craft, visit our website, aboutmansfield.com, and click on the Links tab. The School Superintendents Association, or AASA, has launched an advisory panel to provide assistance to district leaders as they grapple with the challenges caused by the coronavirus that has forced the shutdown of tens of thousands of schools across the country. Mansfield ISD Superintendent Dr. Kimberly Cantu has been named to the 27-person nationwide task force. The panel's kickoff meeting is scheduled to focus on reopening schools effectively in the COVID-19 environment. Topics will include student and staff safety and online instruction and learning. AASA was founded in 1865 and is the nation's premier organization representing school system leadership. Following the state mandate issued by Governor Greg Abbott on April 17th, all scheduled MISD May graduation ceremonies have been canceled and have been moved to mid-June at the Center for the Performing Arts. It is the desire of the MISD administration to host a traditional graduation on the rescheduled June dates. However, the safety and well-being of the community is most important, and ultimately, the district's decision may be directed by local and state officials. Frontier High School has been rescheduled to Thursday, June 18th. Legacy, Summit, and Timberview will walk the stage on Friday, June 19th, while Lake Ridge and Mansfield High commencements are on Saturday, June 20th. For more information on graduation start times, visit our website, aboutmansfield.com, and click on the Links tab. Eight Mansfield ISD high school students have been nominated for Betty Buckley Theater Awards within the categories of Best Actor, Best Actress, Costume Design, and Choreography. Mansfield High School has been nominated for Best Student Orchestra, while Legacy High is in the running for Best Musical for their production of Susical the Musical. Named after Fort Worth's own Tony Award-winning Best Actress, Betty Lynn Buckley, the Scholarship Awards Program has stood to promote and celebrate excellence in high school musical theater in Denton, Wise, Parker, Hood, Johnson, and Tarrant Counties since 2000. The program culminates in a Tony Awards-style ceremony at Casa Manana Theater on May 21st. For a complete list of nominees, log on to our website, aboutmansfield.com and click on the links tab. And finally, Colleen, let me take a second to wish all of the teachers in Mansfield ISD a happy Teacher Appreciation Week. This would be the week where your students would flood you with gift cards, treats, and hugs. We here at About Mansfield salute you for the hard work you've been doing with both distance learning and simultaneously taking care of your own family at home. The coronavirus has shattered many dream vacations for Mansfield residents, including my own. With that, we start a new segment today on About Mansfield called Broken Vacations, stories of once-in-a-lifetime holidays that were dashed by COVID-19. Listener Martha, where were you going and when were you supposed to leave? We were going to leave um, DFW on April 9th in the evening and arrive in Lima, Peru, at five o'clock in the morning the next day and then from Lima then we were going to catch another flight to Cusco and um, so arrived there April 10th so while we were there we were going to do a five day five night hike through the Incan Trail and we found out that the borders were closed at the beginning of March so we were just kind of waiting and waiting to see if we should cancel. And then when things just started 
developing more and more, we just decided to cancel. So I called my travel agent and she was able to get us a full refund for our flights. Do you plan to go back to Peru? Um, well, it, it was a once in a lifetime trip. We were going to backpack the entire time. There were going to be porters and they were going to cook for us and all that. So all we had to uh, worry about is the trek. Yes, um, I would love to go sometime in the in the future. I do know that there were a few people that went ahead. They did not cancel, and they got they had to stay there for two weeks, and they could not leave their hotel. So, uh, the only way I would go back is if I knew that that was not going to be the case or a possible scenario. If you had a dream vacation dashed by the virus, send us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. That again is news at aboutmansfield.com. We'll get you on the telephone and talk about your story. Let's check the weather forecast for the upcoming week with Alexa. Here's the weather in Mansfield for the next seven days. Wednesday, 85 degrees Fahrenheit and mostly sunny weather. Thursday, 86 degrees and lots of sun. Friday, 75 degrees and lots of clouds and thunderstorms. Saturday, 75 degrees and intermittent clouds. Sunday, 80 degrees and lots of sun. Monday, 81 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Tuesday, 84 degrees and lots of clouds. That's a look at news and weather. If you have a news tip that you would like us to follow up on, send us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is news at aboutmansfield.com. Just a reminder to follow this podcast so you will automatically be notified when a new episode is released. The easiest way is to log on to our website at aboutmansfield.com and enter your email address under the Follow Podcast by Email heading on the homepage. About Mansfield can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart Podcasts, and many more platforms. Prior to the coronavirus outbreak, the city was prepared for a May 2nd election with three city council seats, the mayor's place, and two school board seats. May 2nd has come and gone, and the school board elections have been postponed until November. After the break, we will air an in-studio interview with school board candidate Courtney Lackey-Wilson, an incumbent with whom we spoke in early March. You will notice that the interview refers to the May election date. And don't forget, we have the trivia question of the week a little bit later on in this episode. Stay with us. I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Hi, I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center, inviting you to make our thrift store your one stop for shopping, donating, and volunteering. When neighbors buy your donations, the proceeds help other Mansfield neighbors in need with free services including financial assistance, employment help, food, medical, dental, and vision care. Voted Best Thrift Store in 2019 by Living Magazine, the Mansfield Mission Center Thrift Store is located at Broad and Walnut Creek. For more details, visit our website at Mansfield. Mansfieldmission.org. That's mansfieldmission.org. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, continuing with uh, Campaign 2020 here in Mansfield and in the studio today. She has uh, served three terms on the Mansfield Board of Trustees and uh, the Mansfield ISD Board of Trustees, Place 7. We welcome Courtney Lackey-Wilson to the studio today. Hi, Steve. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the um, opportunity. Appreciate you being here. You're running for re-election. 
I am. I am. And it's been such a good time, Steve. You know, um, we have had uh, such great progress in our district. We still have a lot of things coming, you know, coming in ahead of us. And so I'm just really excited about some of the progresses that we've made, the progresses I know that are coming. I'm very excited about the goals that we have met and um, just making so much variety and opportunity for the students, which is our, our at our heart, right? That's why we do what we do. That's the main goal. You mentioned projects. Uh, let's let's go back and talk about projects, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about some of the future projects that uh, that are going on. Um, you've been on the board for nine years for mm-hmm. three terms. What are some of the the projects that you've worked on that you are most proud of? Well, you know, initially. Um, um, when I first got on in my first term, at the time, we had, you know, a lot of facilities updates and things that needed to be addressed. And, and we've seen that now. You know, we've seen a lot of the um, schools, that the older, that needed didn't need to be reestablished, rebuilt in some cases. Um, but in, and over the times, then we've seen uh, things change in our society as a whole. So then became the security programs, right? And so we had, um, you know, our goal was to, we, we set money aside for it because, you know, one life is too many. You cannot put a price tag, in my opinion, on anybody in our district or our community. And so at that point, we started uh, we you know reworking the buildings themselves, the structures, and having you know secure vestibules and, and other items that we don't necessarily always make public because that's the point of being secure. Um, but and also incorporating the point to where we eventually will have a police officer uh, through our district PD. A lot of people don't realize we actually have our own police department sure. on every campus. And so that that was been um, a really big pull for us. But in the meantime, we've also um, really had um, our kids at, at the forethought. You know, we wanted to give them as much opportunity as possible. You know, not not everybody's um, college bound, and that doesn't mean anything negative, of course. So we wanted to really open it up for trade as well as college. And so if you look at um, all our goals and our um, mission statements, and um, you see that we are all about college, career, and military ready, right? And so that we can have um, every kid has the opportunity, you know, every one of our students um, can hopefully, you know, we we can – we already do, but even have better variety so that they can all find something that's their niche. And so that's been really, you know, important for us as well. And I, and right now, I think we're doing a great job at it. Um, coming down the pipe as far as new projects, you know, SEL, you'll hear that term or that acronym a lot, and it's for social and emotional learning. I was just going to ask, what does yes, that mean? That, so, social, social and emotional learning. Okay. And so that is not just, you know, we hear a lot about bullying now, right? Right. And so... Um, um, uh, it, it takes it beyond the old school ways of just, um, you know, removing the student maybe that's having some conflicts and the student is causing the conflicts and separating them or one getting in trouble, one not getting in trouble. But it goes be well beyond that. You know, it's for, as it says, the social and emotional learning and not just for the students, but for the staff as well. And therefore, of course, incorporating our counselors, everybody tying it all together. And so it's, it's a really big push and program that um, we've really just kicked off. And so, you know, it's exciting. We have a lot of good things. We, you know, our students are what makes us, you know, they make us shine, sure. you know, and you, so you want me- to give them the best. You mentioned bullying and is the MIS- the MISD policy, is it tough enough on bull- bullying? And if not, uh, how do we change it? Um, 
yes, as far as what we've been doing, right? Um, but at the same time, um, I think that we will see a lot of um, change for the better. Okay. Um, on again addressing both sides of that, you know, um, I am a, a firm believer in all in all kids. I just don't think that um, people uh, lash out for no reason. Right. Right. And so, if we can get not just the child that's that's being bullied, but this the child that's doing the bullying, you know, they need some time too. They've got to have some sort of help, maybe whatever that is, counseling. I don't know. Um, separation, maybe you know, whatever it is that they're dealing with. But at the same time, you also have you know, adults. We're not guilt free of it either. No. 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 <laughs> and so you know, that's why this this new program is so great. And and um, in fact, I don't have the date handy, but there is a big uh, fair that we're doing for the district in April. And I can get you that date. So maybe we can publicize that later. But um, it will really put it out there for everybody. And it's open to all all and everybody. So come and check it out and just see what kind of programs and and, and have your input and, and things that we know that need to be addressed. And I will say that that um, group and committee is very open to hearing. You know, they, they want to know what it is the concerns. You know, it's not just one kind of kid or it's not kind of one kind of adult. Mm-hmm. It's either dealing with it or dishing it out. Um, yeah. So, you know, we need to everybody needs the whole, you know, it's just where our, our society is now. What are the strengths of MISD, and then on the on the other side, what are the weaknesses of MISD? Well, you know, the strengths. You know, I said a lot of them already. I think that um, we uh, we've really done, and and I say we. You know, our staff is phenomenal, and um, they've really done a good job at trying to, to trying to make the variety for the kids. Um, uh, another one of our items in our goals and mission statement is that uh, we want. We want 100% of kids to, to participate in extracurricular and co-curricular kit activities. Because of that, if when you, when you do have somebody that's involved, mm-hmm. whatever their, their thing is, you know, um, is that everybody becomes, then you become part of something, and you become part of a group, and then you have somebody that um, almost an accountable thing, right? So that they want to go to school, and they want to learn, and they want to do more. Maybe they find their trade at that point, too, you know, because of all these different groups. And our, and our different campuses, um, the uh, principals, and I know with the help of their staff, have really done a great job at, at putting that out there and giving the kids the opportunities and and um, the, the ways to be there too, you know, so you have to help them with that also. But we've, um, I would say, you know, the, the uh, working on the variety in activities as well as learning in different trades and skills as far as education too, and trying to get them where they want to go. Sure. How do we get the parents more involved with, uh, with their kids' education? And let's I'll give you an example here. When, when our children were in elementary school, the parents are they're always there but the as the as the child gets older and usually about the time they get to high school the parents are gone and and the kids are trying to learn to uh, basically fly by themselves mm-hmm. how how do we keep that parent involvement similar to what is like an elementary school up to the 
up to graduation? Well, I think that in some cases, um, the parents need to know it's okay to do it, right? Um, because a lot of times we do separate out, and really that is kind of what we came from. You know, if you remember, even though, you know, my mom has her lifetime award membership for PTA, but that was our primary, right, our right. elementary campus. Um, not so much by high school, but that's also what she came from. You know, and at this point, it's just where we are with the society is that we have to stay involved, you know. Um, I think letting the t- the parents know that they are welcome, you know, that it's okay. That, that it, Believe it or not, even if your kid won't socialize with you when you're on their campus, yeah. they do enjoy you, seeing you there, you know. And, uh, you know, one of the things I enjoyed doing for a long time at, at my kids' high schools was going in and baking cookies, you know, one day a week and during lunchtime. And most of the time, I wouldn't even see my kids or talk to them, but they would always ask me in that morning. <laughs> because they're avoiding cookies? you. Yes. They're avoiding you. Yes. <laughs> are you, you going to bake cookies, you know? and um, But all their friends would show up, right? So just uh, letting the parents know that it's okay. But, uh, you know, in a lot of the parents' defense, again, where we are with the society, is that... Um, there, you know, we're all working now, you know. Right. We, we had this great economy about the time you and I met, we were talking about earlier, and here it was you and I in the store trying to find our kids' project information. But at the same time, at that point, not necessarily everybody in the household had to work, right? So they had more time on their hands and everything. And then we saw that first crash. And 2008. Yes, yep. to be exact. And then all of a sudden now everybody went to everybody working, you know, full time. So in the parents' defense, you know, it. I get it where it's hard to be on campus. We all have jobs and, and to be right there in it. So the best ways would be to show up on the after school, you know, activities or at least ask when they come home, you know, what was your day like or what would you learn? And most of the time they don't want to talk in high school, but go ahead and ask them anyway. You know, <laughs> I force it out of my boys. You know, That's true. What's the most important responsibility of the school board? Our first job is to hire and fire the superintendent, to put it as bluntly as possible. Okay? All right. Our job after that is to help manage the budget. And basically, we oversee it after the CFO has taken care of the right business. So those are our jobs Right there. Other than that. Michelle. Right. We shouldn't. We, we have competent staff. We have excellent staff, actually. Um, we are a destination district, and we have created that and become that. We have, um, we, we have our, our choice of the cream of the crop. Not just our choice of the crop, but the cream of the crop. And so we have very confident and a staff that there's no reason for us to get in the weeds, per se. You know, I know we hear that in business now, stay in your lane, get out of the weeds. <laughs> and, um, and, that, and that's where we have to remind ourselves. It's one thing to have. We have a very good working relationship with our, board, our staff. The board does uh, currently. And, um, and it's fine because we, nobody hides information. Everybody's willing to listen to each other swap information, get ideas, have discussions. But when it comes down to it, we have to let our staff do what they're professionals at. You mentioned hiring and firing the superintendent. Dr. V just retired and Dr. Cantu is now the new superintendent. Was, was that the right choice? Well, yes, yes. <laughs> of course. But um, and I will say, so we did put out um, multiple surveys. And, and, you, and you hired within. We did hire within. Uh-huh. And the reason for that is, and part of it is the reason why I'm running again, is that um, our community um, spoke loudly. They, they were very, we, we were very pleased with the amount of input that we, that we were received mm-hmm. from the community. And that is one very nice thing about MISD is um, we do have 
good parental involvement and community involvement. So when they spoke, of course, they told us, you know, the things they did or didn't like. But the majority of it was that they liked the direction the district was going and preferred no big change. Yeah. Okay? And so now that we have, yes, she was already in the district, but um, she was our best choice because she already knew and had been working on these plans, knew the direction the district was going, and wasn't going to offer us up any big, big change. And same with why I decided to run again as well. And leading into that, uh, currently our board and staff are working together through a program through TEA called Lone Star Governance. It's on their website if you want to, you know, if you need some good reading right. and, um, <laughs> and, and, and check it out and see what it's more about. But um, with that, it really starts holding the board accountable as well. And so that we're not just um, going off of what we think the superintendent should be doing or what the staff should be doing or the principals and the campuses and the student outcomes, but it's holding us accountable to our work as well. And it's really having all of us together as a governing body um, as a whole to put the best foot forward for our kids and our students of of this district. Let's talk about the STAR test. I I hear that that you know teachers are so focused on on the kids success in terms of testing mm-hmm. as opposed to teaching curriculum do you how do you feel about the star test should it should we should we get rid of it or should we keep it well i and, and i i agree with that because i saw my own st- my own kids stress out over it. Um, I've come from, you know, several educators in my family, and I do know what it does to the teachers. You know, I like to brag about my aunt, who's been a retire rehire teacher in Kerrville ISD for over 50 years. <laughs> and so the, she's seen it all, right? All the different testing programs. I do understand that we have to have something to put us in check. But at the same time, um, I, I do think there needs to be some tweaking to the system. What have been some of the more controversial topics that, that have come across the school board over the, the nine years that you've been on there? Uh, you know, we have, you know, I think we've seen the whole gamut. And some of that's just with this, you know, changes in society. And, um, you know, we, um, you know, we've had a big case lately. That um, and I would say controversial because, of course, we have both sides of the table that come to us and want both sides. And it wasn't a unanimous vote. No. So you've got. Yeah, but the board, we we really work well together. So you know, I wouldn't take that as in if there was any big brawl over it. Well, no, no, no. I meant that. I meant that the the there was there was public opinion mm-hmm. that came from both sides but there was Absolutely. also there was also board opinion that right, came from both right. sides right right and in 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 the long run everybody wants i will say this everybody wants the best for all students of our district and so that's where it starts to you know can be tough you know to make it to make it right for all students of the district. And it's not even just this particular topic. You're talking whatever that is, you know, um, making sure campuses are accessible where um, a, a student um, that I'll, I'll use the phrase special needs. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she's so special needs. She's a friend of mine's daughter, but she's, she's pretty with it. But at the same time, it, until it was brought to light, she was – after elementary, having to go to another campus than her friends because that campus had been designated 
more accessible, right? And so it's just making sure that we're aware of all these things and making sure everybody can go where they want to go or stay with their friends, you know, I mean, and so that everybody is all inclusive. It's, you know, all inclusive of everyone. I'm sure you now that you've been on the board for nine years, you you have a vision or maybe even you had a vision nine years ago, uh, uh, the vision for education in Mansfield School District. What's your vision? Well, we have reached um, my initial vision. I will say that, you know, um, and as our motto says it all. A great place to live, learn, and teach. Um, and we're still going there. So I will say that the social and emotional learning, um, it's you're going to see, you see that statewide. We're not the only district working on it. But what I really love about it is, is that it's come to light that everybody's working on it. Um, when I was in Utah City, I started really noticing, you know, these bullying aspects and, and the outcomes of it and couldn't understand why, well, this kid was the one being bullied. How come he's moving to a new class? Right. Right. And so um, I'm really excited to see this side of it. I really love the the, um, mental and emotional help that we can give any and everyone. It just um, it makes me very proud. I just I really love our community. Um, I, you know, initially ran because I am a product of MISD, a very proud product of MISD. And I knew what my teachers have given me. A lot of their names are in buildings now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I knew not just what my teachers, but um, the expectations they had for me, as well as are in the backside as a student, I didn't pay any attention, but there was a board that was putting all that into play as well. And so this was my way to um, give back to the district. I have five little bitty nieces and nephews that are still enrolled in several different campuses across the district. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud of who we are as a community as a whole. We might have our issues and we may have come from different sides of it, but that's okay because that's what we need to embrace is the fact that we can have disagreements, but we can come to the table and talk about it. You attended me. Mansfield High School. Yes. And are you a native Mansfieldian? Um, came in um, shortly before that. I was originally born in the Hill Country. Okay. So you're a longtime Mansfield resident. Yes. And you've seen the changes not only in the city, but you've seen the changes in education in, in Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Is redistricting all finished in Mansfield, or, or are we still going to be shifting some maps around? So here's what I've always, and and a lot of people don't understand this part of it, or don't know. I won't say they don't understand. Um, They don't know. Mansfield is uh, very large in size, the district. We're about 94 square miles, okay? What a lot of people don't realize is we are nearly 40% undeveloped, okay? And um, so what guidance I've always given people, because myself included, I one time lived in the middle of a field in a new house, and now it's no longer even close to a field. But um, if you live by unturned dirt, expect it to turn at some point. And uh, so I can't say that we won't ever, you know, redistrict because you you will have to. I mean, it's just inevitable. And of course, there's certain areas that are obviously landlocked and built up you know, as the times have progressed, you know. But at one point, everyone has been shifted, right? Absolutely. Because we, we started out with one school, and then it went to two, and, and I'm talking on the high school level. Right. But we went to two, and, and it, when I was in elementary, um, of course, my classmates could probably remember better than myself, but I think we only had four or maybe five elementaries total. Bourne was a new elementary, 
And for one of my younger brothers, it started at the first building right. <laughs> in kindergarten. So it just and then we, have, we have seven high schools. Uh, well, we have five traditional. Right. And then now we have actually three non-traditional. Ben Barber Frontier and Phoenix. And Phoenix mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I was going to ask you that um, all of the schools now have a a name attached to it. For instance, Willie Brown is the Academy of Young Scholars. Mm-hmm. Um, what brought that about? Well, you know, we're um, we're trying to give people this uh, a choice. Yeah. You know, you hear that all the time. Schools of choice, right? And so with that becomes programs and things that are implemented in these campuses. It may look kind of slow moving right now, like you just said. There's, you know, we can name some of them that have an academy attachment to them and some of them that don't. And what we like to usually do is to give that campus their opportunity to see what works best for them. And so then that way they have their hand in it they have their heart in it, and they know what they can excel at, and then they, they get to put their plan together, of course, with the guidance from the administration, right? Sure. Um, but, yes, we do have several academies around. Um, I would like to see eventually at least all our primary, which does include intermediate. We forget about that. But um, having some sort of academy title you know, to means that they're specializing in that, that area, along with their regular learning, of course. If any of our listeners wanted to know more about Courtney Lackey Wilson, do you have a website? Do you have Facebook? Do you have LinkedIn? Do you I have? have? Yes, I have a personal Facebook. I also have a, a campaign Facebook for you know Courtney Lackey Wilson for MIC Place Seven, and then I also have um, I have right now I do have the email address. It's on because I am a current board member that is on the website for the school district. So you're free to. Um, you know, communicate with me all you want. Is there anything I missed? Is there anything that you want to add in closing? I just would like to ask for your vote on re-election. You know, I, I am truly uh, um, in love with our district and our community. And it's a it's a big piece of me. It's a big heart of me. I've had my family vested here. Not only my brothers and I are, are, are graduates of MISD, but so are my sister-in-laws, all of their siblings, all their nieces and nephews, as well as all of mine. And, and um, you know, we, we are here, obviously, for the long haul. I don't know that we'll even get be able to get rid of us anytime soon. And so I just ask that um, for your re-election and your vote on that. Courtney Lackey Wilson running for re-election for place seven for the Mansfield ISD Board of Trustees. Good luck on May 2nd. Thank you. And thanks for being on About Mansfield. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll be right back. Hi, this is John with Pool Aid, your local pool care specialist. The CDC has determined that pool maintenance services are an essential business due to the added threat of bacteria, algae, mold, and funguses that is a byproduct of the lack of cleaning in a chemical imbalance. Allow us to be an essential part of your pool. If you have any questions or concerns or need a certified professional to help keep your pool safe and clean, visit us on the internet at poolaid.net. That's poolaid.net. We're here for you. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. 
clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. We welcome all feedback about the program, whether it's about a specific news story or a feature that you heard. Feel free to chime in by email at comments at aboutmansfield.com or by voicemail at 817-435-2938. That's 817-435-2938. We will read or play back some of the comments in a future episode. Congratulations to Cindy Cantera, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What year did Vernon Newsom Stadium open and what is its official seating capacity? According to the Mansfield ISD website, Newsom Stadium opened in 2006 and can seat 11,134 football, soccer, or even marching band fans. Cindy receives a $25 gift card to Mary Lou's Coffee and Sandwich Shop. After the break, this week's trivia question of the week. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how, and we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids need to know the dangers and how to avoid them. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids, because when you talk, they hear you. It is time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to El Primo's Mexican Cantina and Grill. Located at the corner of Matlock and Country Club Drive, it's where the locals go. You can find them on the internet at elprimos.net. Let's get to this week's question. Colleen? Well, Steve, as you may know, part of the city of Mansfield dips into both Johnson and Ellis counties. Johnson County was founded in 1854, and Cleburne is the county seat. This week's trivia question is, who is Johnson County named after? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, who is Johnson County named after? Good luck, and thanks to Todd and Robert at El Primo's for the gift card. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, continuing coverage of the coronavirus and how it affects the lives of Mansfield residents. And we'll talk in studio with school board candidate Chad Lovell. The show will be released on Wednesday, May 13th. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast, if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free. It's easy. You just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. Thanks for listening. For Colleen Daniel, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. <laughs>